Hey there, on this November 7, 2021 years after Jesus did incredible things. It's EDB, that's Eric Deshaun Baird, and while you're trying to figure out what time it is, spoiler alert, set your clocks back an hour, you're preparing for our Sunday meditation, which will begin in just a few moments. You hear? Yes, I do. I hear. All right, all right. Loud and clear, loud and clear. I got to set this clock back here. Because uh, the clock that, uh, that's going to let me know that, 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 that I'm here. Yeah. Oh, yes, we'll be going another hour. Is that right? Oh, we'll... preached an hour and 20 some minutes at his church and I said I wish I could be like you I said the good thing about first virtual is you can get people to come in there oh, the bad thing about it they can hang up without feeling bad you can cook you <laughs> in a, uh, New York minute right yeah 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 you, yeah you go too long you just start here and click <laughs> And you look up and say it's up there, zero. People here, zero. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You, you go an hour and 24 minutes around here if you want to. You might be preaching to yourself. <laughs> zero, point zero. Uh, oh. Well, I'm so, I'm so glad to spend some time with you. I, I, uh, I was saying that we wanted to start. We wanted to uniform it so yeah. that the the people wouldn't get messed up on Wednesday and think, "Oh, we come to church on Sunday, then and then Wednesday another time when people get yeah. saved." I understand. I understand. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we got out Wednesday in good time, and people got to get to work on time and everything. But but since we got this ten extra minutes, I wanted to share some things with you since I, you asked me a few questions about what happened over in Young's Terrace. Uh, there was a, a, a mass shooting over there. Yeah. And uh, what had happened was uh, a gentleman got into a little bit of a scuff with his girlfriend. And, uh, you know, that led to him pulling out the gun to, to, to shoot her. And in the the uh, the transaction, if you will, or in the process, some of the neighbors tried mm-hmm. to assist her. <laughs> and in trying to assist her, he shot the neighbors. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. Which so one is I, Young Terrace? I'm not familiar. Which one that is? Young Terrace is over there, across the street from First Baptist Queen Street. Oh, Over there on okay, okay, yeah, down, okay, I got, I, I, I don't know, 
And only yeah. one I know for sure is Bowling Park. Okay, that's young there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over there oh, across the scope. Mm-hmm. Right. I got you. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so that 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 was the struggle over there. So, they had a visual out there on Saturday, Saturday yesterday maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the uh, one of the young ladies who who stopped by to see us sometimes here at the first virtual I, I she has been a great resource to help me understand what the truth is out there her daughter I believe is also a preacher who led a a visual service out there yesterday I want to say and uh, the chief of police and everybody was out there doing you know conversations and what have you? So, so it, it's been a big, it's been, it's been a big stink about it. That's what I heard. Mm. Yeah, it's been a big stink about it. Mm-hmm. I thought we, we were grateful. Well, that, oh, that's when, uh, I, I realized that that's what I was had in my mind. Yeah, I know you would. I knew you would. Uh huh. Uh The second piece of business I want to bring up to your attention, if I can, I, I made a. Well, I didn't make a mistake. It was more because uh, you know I don't make mistakes. But uh, oh, of course, yeah, yeah, perfect in all my ways. Yeah, um, right. Mm-hmm. Um, on Wednesday, I jumped the gun a little bit, and we went uh, based on the numbers that we had, uh, thinking that we had the city council race locked up. Uh, as of now, it is still not locked up. They they found some votes somewhere that uh, gave the incumbent an edge. So now they are they are still fighting for who's going to hold that seat. So that seat is still not secure. That's the seventh ward. So that's uh, uh, Valentine Shoot Park. Middletown Arch, all the way over there, North State area, mm-hmm. uh, Poplar Halls, the, the 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 seat that Angela Williams Graves once held. Yeah. Yeah, they're still trying to struggle. It's come down now between Danica. Uh, I don't remember Danica's last name, but it comes down between her and Jackie Hope Glass. Most of you know Miss Glass. She she. Uh, uh, joins us regularly. Uh, some would say she belongs around here, but uh, and she will hopefully, if the Lord should say the same, and and be around here in a minute, or maybe she'll catch the replay, whatever. We don't, I don't, you know, things happen. They, they them young folks, you know, them young folks know how to use the internet, so they 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 feel like they have more of an advantage to skip service in the morning. They say, oh, I'll roll over and catch them and hit the internet by 9 o'clock. That's what they say. I'm young with Jackie Glass and all them people. So somewhere along the line, she'll connect with us. So uh, keep her in your, your, your thoughts and prayers. And also, uh, to keep in your, your prayers this morning, uh, First of all, folks joined us. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw I saw y'all slide in. Y'all the true Christians. Y'all looked up and saw, wait a minute, something ain't right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I want to put into your attention that uh, I need to set my watch because it says that I'm supposed to be starting at 6.43. That's not true anymore. But I wanted to put in your attention about the state elections. Um, the uh, I had some serious conversations with a lot of officials and peoples over the last, since Wednesday. Kind of getting the lay of the land, tell me what's going on, how, how what, what, what all this in third. And... Uh, the good news is, as it pertains to a lot of the reforms and things that uh, have protected or have benefited uh, poor people and urban and disenfranchised folks, uh, those a lot of those laws are protected because it's a split government. Yeah, it still is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the push come to shove, that means nothing's going to get done around here in the state of Virginia for at least two years. Exactly. Uh, so, that that's going to be the the, the biggest uh, part of that, that, that fight. Uh, uh, I believe that's Miss Hope. Miss Hope showed up here, so I told her she was going to have she went her name called 14 times today, but you know, she don't have to respond to us, but I believe that's her that just showed up here. So, Miss Hope is in the house. So, you know, every time you think about the election, everything, put her in your prayers. She she's right there listening to you. Just go ahead, even when you play, Mama, say, Mama, just say, this for Miss Hope. She'll hear you. She'll be all right. Yeah, but you know, and, and, and that's not to be funny, but uh, nobody knows when when you throw your heart in. And life into something. I don't know why you're laughing at me. I was being serious. I wasn't laughing. I doubt somebody, somebody else. Somebody laughed at me. Oh, the your grandmother. That's hell. It hurt my feelings. Grandmother. Yeah, it hurts my feelings. Oh, thank you. But what little feelings I got. Poor baby. I know, I know. I think I'm gonna talk about mammies today. Uh, uh, it, it's very hard when you're out here trying to, you put your heart and your soul, and and uh, and uh, I'm not gonna put all our business out. We had a talk yesterday, me and Hope, and I, I'm really proud of it. I, and I'm I'm proud of anybody who threw their heart and soul out there too to try to make a difference within their community and, and they're struggling for their their professional life. So, you know, anytime you think about it, just go ahead and throw a name out and uh, pray for pray for all of them. But, but, you know, that one in particular. And, I, and at the fear of being biased, and it's not political bias, it's more reality bias. It's, it was about seven on the list and about four of them crazy. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you the truth. About seven of them running for council, about four of them crazy. Uh, 
<laughs> well, I'll narrow it down to two at least. I know two of them now. So uh-huh. And you know, and, and and you know they're crazy. Pray. No, no, no. Oh, not the, oh. No, oh no. Not, not the two you know? No, they're not. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Okay, maybe maybe we won't know the same people. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. But just anyway, just keep everybody in your prayers. Everybody. And, uh, we, and we all going to have to fight harder. We have uh-huh. to get in there and uh-huh. fight harder. All right, all right, all right. I don't know. I don't know where that preach that bald headed preacher is. Somebody to go and find it. Got the wrong time. Uh, is is that him? Is that the bald head? Yeah, that's the bald headed preacher. All right, let's go. <laughs> well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> the bald headed man is here. Pray the Lord. Okay. Praise <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Most gracious God, our Father, we thank you. We glorify you. We give your name the glory and honor. Because it's due you. We thank you for waking us up this morning and clothing us in our right mind and giving us the activities of our limbs. We come and we give you praise and honor because you are our God. And it's in you that we put our trust. We love you, Lord God, with all our hearts, our soul, and our mind. We come this morning because we want to come. We come this morning because you gave us the privilege to come. We come this morning because there are some more people and situations that need you and as we come as we draw our faith together as we stand in the gap as we intercede this morning we pray that you will hear our prayer hear our call and father god in jesus name if there's anything that we've done aware and unaware that is not pleasing in your sight lord god we ask you for forgiveness in jesus name and we thank you for the finished work of the cross it gives us that right and that opportunity to come before you as your children and father we thank you lord god for all that your hands has provided lord god you supplied our needs and our wants at the same time and we glorify you father as we come this morning there are many things that maybe we don't even understand but we do understand one thing that you are God and we thank you for that father we come this morning we lift up our families and our friends and we lift up our communities we lift up our neighbors we lift up our siblings Lord God we lift up our children and grandchildren before you we lift up our bodies and in the conditions that they are in Father, we lift that up to you. We we lift to you, Lord God, the the economic condition of this world. Father, food prices and gas prices and so many things are they're going through the roof. But Father, I pray in Jesus' name that God that you have allowed us to eat so far and allowed us to keep on driving and that because of you. We pray, God, that you would touch the hearts of those who are controlling 
our petroleum and uh, controlling our food prices. And Father, we just pray, Lord God, that you would just touch their hearts. And Lord, have mercy upon us as many of us are fixed incomes, Lord. And we need your intervention to help us through these times. It's not like that we never seen them before. It's not that you had not brought us through before. But, Father, we just pray and we intercede now because you asked us to ask. You told us in your word that if we asked, and it shall be given. And, Father, we pray, Lord God, that you will touch the hearts of those who control and and rule over us in our cities, in our governor mansion, in our our, uh, national or in our country here in the United States of America. We pray for the cabinets of all of those different levels, Lord God, and we pray, God, that you would use them for your glory. Father, we don't come praising Democrats or Republicans or Independents. We come praising you because at the end of the day, they all have to answer to you. And I pray, Lord God, as they vote, as they set rules and they set laws, Lord God, I pray, God, in Jesus' name, God, that you will move upon their hearts. And, Father, we we stand with an assurance, God, that you won't allow no harm and no danger to come upon us. You won't put too much on us that we cannot bear. And we know, Lord God, your word says that the king's heart is in your hand. And we pray for those who have our life and our future in their hand. I pray, Lord God, that they all will have a Damascus Road experience. I pray, Lord God, that they will not carry us in a direction that you will not allow us to be or to go. Father, I pray in Jesus' name, God, that you will just give them a heart, your heart. Let those who said they are yours actually be you who they said that they are and not just something they were moving up their lips, Lord God. Father, we look, Lord God, around us. There are many things that have happened in this last week, Lord God. It just breaks our heart as we look at the number of deaths, Lord God, that is occurring in our cities. Father, we just pray in Jesus' name, God, that you will continue to intervene. and Let the light of who you are shine through the darkness of the minds and the hearts of people, Lord God that has decided to let their guns and their weapons and their hatred be their motive and and their uh, fuel of life. Father, we just pray, Lord God, that you will just move upon their hearts, cause them to understand that they didn't give a life and they can't take a life. Father, allow them to understand the rule that you have given us. Love you with all our heart and our soul and our mind and love thy neighbor as thyself. Father, we just pray, Lord God, we know that we cannot go back to what they consider the good old days when people could leave their front doors open all night long without worrying about anyone trans. Uh, 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 trans uh, being upon their property and transpassing and Father as they don't wouldn't have to worry about no one stealing anything Lord we know those days Lord God may never come back but God you're a God that can take us where we are right now and you could be that security force that we need Lord God that we need in this day and this time Lord God too many of our sons or daughters are being lost and they have lost their way 
And, Father, we just pray, Lord God, as we have seen the light, we pray that they will see the light as well. I pray, Lord God, that every tool and everything that is out here, Lord God, they can can get a message and get the message through and get the message to them, Lord God, that will. We pray, God, that you would stretch us beyond our limitations and give us what we need that we may reach those who need to be reached in Jesus' name. Father, we pray, Lord God, that you will give us spiritual insight and natural insight after you have talked with us in the realm of the spirit, Lord God, that it will connect with us here on earth. And, Lord God, we will go out and and, and, and be that beacon light and hope to that person that seems like there's no hope and no light in their future. Father, we just pray, Lord God, in Jesus' name, Lord God, that you will just have your way. We pray, Lord God, that every every street corner, Lord God, would be filled with your glory, not just a building that has a cross on its steeple, but the very presence of the all of your presence being on every corner represented through people that love you, Lord. And therefore, if that has to be the case, Lord God, some people will have to give their life to you, Lord God. And as we spread this gospel, as this um, branch of Zion, Lord God, spread the gospel, Lord God, in many forms and ways, Lord God, may it touch the hearts of people and, and cause them to change. And Lord God, we believe it and we, we declare it to be so in Jesus' name. We love you, Lord God. As the generals of life, Lord God, uh, those who have paid the way for us are uh, uh, dying off, Lord God. We pray, God, that another nation, another generation will rise, Lord God, and take on the hymns and be able to carry us through where we need to be, Lord. Oh, Father, we thank you for it. We glorify you, and we declare it to be so. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. At this time, we will go to our moments of our prayer, taking time to pray on our own and, and tell the Lord about the things that maybe I didn't mention this morning, but it's on your heart and you want to talk to the Lord about it. You want to bring it and you want to breathe it to first virtual in the way of prayer that we all may stand in agreement with it. Maybe we may not hear it, but just, just because it's being mentioned now, God hear it. Let us pray. Father, bless this service today. Bless the men of God that will be bringing forth the word. 
We pray, God, that you will anoint him afresh. Let the oil of your presence be upon his life as he give a life-changing word to us today. And, Father, we thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For this is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Well, good morning to everyone. Good morning, First Virtual. So glad that you was able to come out this morning and to be with us. And, and those visitors that we have, we welcome you as well um, to First Virtual. On behalf of our uh, pastor, um, Pastor Eric and his lovely wife, we'd like to invite you and, and to join us each and every um, Sunday and Wednesday for all the our services truly they are blessed and we just don't know what's going to happen so we prepare ourselves in hurricane status we just anchor everything down because you don't know what's going to be said what's going to happen it might shock you and um we just tell everybody just put your stuff in a safe place so when it happens you won't break or destroy or spill something <laughs> amen amen so we thank you for joining us today and and truly, we believe that the Lord is going to answer whatever you need today. Thank you for sharing and thank you for coming out. And thank you all for being with us today. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, good morning, my brother. How are you doing today, Brother Dennis? Good morning. I'm doing fine, Pat. Thank you, thank you. I'm sorry you had to, you know, Get up early in the morning and take a little bit of uh, verbal abuse from uh, Brother Eric. He's, uh, I know you'll get even with that one. But anyway, we will. Yeah, we'll get even. We'll get even. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The Bible say, "Don't touch the prophet." Now, y'all remember that? There you go. Uh, and and remember just, that uh, they laughed at the bald-headed man in the Bible, and the bear came and ate him up. He has something to look forward to. That's what I'll, I would say. Anyway, <laughs> God bless you, brother. Thank you. God <laughs> Well, good morning, everybody. Wow. Good morning. Good morning. It's definitely light outside, everybody. Uh, got an extra hour of sleep, I hope. Uh, if you're like me, you were probably up at 4 o'clock walking around going, why am I up so early? But yeah, I, yeah, I <laughs> you know, uh, my wife always gives me a hard time. I don't use, uh, uh, what do you call those things, alarm systems or alerts or, or electric shock to get me up in the morning. I've been... I've always been an early riser on my own, and, and sometimes I do get up too early, but, uh, you know, it gives me the opportunity to have my my quiet time, my alone time, and um, on Wednesdays and Sundays, uh, you know, I enjoy the, the, time, the time we have here at the virtual church, and, and that's important, but anyway, so, 
there's been a lot going on this last week, as Eric talked about, you know. And, uh, you know, the world is uh, full of things. Well, I'll just leave it at that. You know, things go on and, and life goes on. Uh, things go on in our lives, you know. Friends of mine have, uh, you know, uh, gotten old. Friends of mine have been in a hospital. Friends of mine and family members have passed away. But, you know, God gives us hope and He gives us something to look forward to. And there's a, a, a verse in uh, Romans that I I claim to. And I, because, you know, first of all, you have to remember that everything in the Bible is true. So everything that in the Bible is, is the true word of God. It was, uh, you know, given to the, the writers of the Bible uh, from God. It's been interpreted in many different ways. But it's still the Word of God. You know, you could take uh, is uh, it talks about the, you know the true edition of the Bible, the wild editions of the Bible. You know, you can go with the Good News Bible, which is definitely a lot of English and and uh, you know kind of skips over things and adds things. But basically, the bottom line is the Bible is true. It tells us about God. It talks to us about Jesus. It tells us what we should do, how we should do it, and most important, why we should do it. But, uh, so when things get a little strange or a little terrible, you know, the Bible is always there. You know, it's not going to, it's not going to disappear. Uh, and if you don't have one, you know, please, please let us know. I'm sure we can, you know, find one somewhere for you. It may not be the, uh, you know, sometimes you have to, you have you start you know, when you learn to read, you you, you start small and, and work your way up. You know, you don't read, uh, you know, War and Peace from the get-go. You know, you got to start low. you got to see Dick run and Jane run and, and all that kind of stuff. See? But anyway, so the Bible is easy to read if you want to read it. But the main thing is that, you know, an easy-read Bible is a good Bible. You know, that's uh, it's important. But the main thing is the Spirit of God, and, and we have to, you know, respect God for that, and we have to thank God for that. Thank God that He gave us, you know, the Holy Spirit to help us through a lot of things in our lives, and we we, we uh, have to appreciate that. So in Romans, oh, here we go. I found my. Uh, I don't want to call them readers. I don't want to call them glasses. My helpers, there you go. That's about all they do. They help me for a little bit of time, and then I have problems. But anyway, in Romans um, chapter 15, uh, here you go, verse 13. Oh, my gosh, the dreaded 13. It says, it says, May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope and the power of the Holy Spirit. That is very powerful and, and concise, you know. May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him. You know, who else do you want to trust in? You know, it gives you that joy and, and most of all the peace. You know, peace and understanding, you know, peace of, of what's going on in your life. Uh, sometimes it gives you the joy, the joy about what's going on in your life, you know, um, so that you may, you may overflow with hope 
by the power of the Holy Spirit. So we always have hope. And we always have hope in who? Hope in God. Hope in what the Holy Spirit gives us. And hope for what? Not today, but tomorrow also. You know, hope for the future. Hope for ourselves. Hope for our friends, our loved ones, our acquaintances, our neighbors. It's not like uh, Pastor Booth talks about every Sunday. Pray. Pray for those people. Pray for our government. Pray for the neighbors. Pray for your neighbors across the street. You know, the thing that happened this past week with the, the shooting and all that. You know, you have to pray. Pray for those neighbors. Because you don't know what's going on in their minds or how they feel or what, what troubles they're going through. Pray for them. Reach out and touch them. Because if you reach out and talk to them, then when they have problems or issues, maybe, just maybe, they'll come and talk to you. Or maybe they'll ask for advice. And maybe just by you showing them love, their whole attitude and their whole idea, or maybe their whole uh, agenda will change. You don't know that, but the Spirit of God knows that. So if you have love and kindness, then they're going to return it to you. You know, uh, I, you know I, there are times when you know, I see uh, animosity between neighbors. Things happen. You know, oh, your fence is crooked. It's on my property. You need to rip it down and move. You know, come on. Let's, let's be, you know, let's be logical about this. Let's think about this. Let's, let's talk it through. And, you know, when you talk it through, guess what? Things become a lot easier. And things become a lot better. And, and you become, maybe, you know, you're having a bad day. That doesn't mean you take it out on your neighbor. Or most important, you don't take it out on your loved ones or your family or your friends. But we most, you know, sometimes we do that. So if we spend time in prayer every morning, just a little minute, a little minute, and, and just thank God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for this morning. So thank you for the joy that you give me. Thank you for the peace that you give me. Let me, let me show others that I come in contact with today that I have joy and I have peace. And why is that? Because I have the Lord, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. And we have to, we have to, we have to let people know. You know, we have to, you know, tell them about the joy. Tell them about the peace. You know, tell them about how God has helped us and how the Bible has helped us through rough times and how we get through hard times. You know, it's not just when we need God. You know, we need God every day. And that's something you have to remember. We need God every day. We need to talk to God every day, not just on Sunday mornings, Wednesdays, or uh, or whenever you get together for a prayer meeting, or whether you, you know, you should open your Bible every day. And if you don't have time to open your Bible, I understand. But God knows that you have to still talk to him and, and thank him. You know, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Forgive me, God. I know I messed up yesterday. I know I messed up two minutes ago. But I know you still love me. And I know you forgive me. And I want to be transparent to you. And we have to remember that. So may the God, may the God of, of what? Of hope. Fill you with joy and peace. Okay? Fill you with joy and peace. That you will you'll have that that peace and that you will have the power of the Holy Spirit within you and that you can 
to project that to other people. Not not just your neighbors, but your family members, your loved ones. But most of all, you project it to yourself. You know, sometimes you have to, we have to understand that we have joy and we have peace. And we have to have that within our own selves before we can show it to others. Amen and amen. God bless you. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Well, it is morning. Good morning. Good morning, well, good morning. Well, I'm glad Brother Dennis on one want to morning, talk to me. Good morning, else. good morning, good morning. That's what I was looking for. I was looking for that good high morning. pitch. Yeah. <laughs> Brother Dennis, can you uh, tell me what that scripture was again? Romans 15. I could go look it up, but I was lazy. R- Romans 15, 13. 15, 13. Romans, fi- Romans 15, 13. Thank you. I could go look it up, but like I said, I was lazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, okay. You owe me 20 cents, but that's okay. All right. Well, you know, I, 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 I'll, I'll take somebody, it out to somebody, you know, somebody, <laughs> somebody, somebody remembered. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm picking yeah. on you now. All right. Yeah, that's all right. You. That's all right. When you pay me tithes, I'll take 20% out. Yeah, right. you. That's more than I had last week, so I'm happy. Well, you know, hey, hey, hey. what's 20% of nothing? Uh, not to be funny, and, and because, you know, I, I don't uh, wish to to push that, but I do. I do need you to do something for me. Excuse me. I need you to really uh, put in your prayers where we go from here while Mama Bell is playing. Mama, you all right? Got your fingers in the water? Oh, yeah. I got them on the keys. Yeah, we we ready. So just let me know. Oh, yeah. Head head, head over yonder. I'm here. Put your Put your fingers in the water. I'm getting ready to talk about y'all in a minute, but just head over y'all. But I, I really would like for you to, to put this in your prayer, your prayer situation, where we're going from here. We're getting ready to look at some opportunities. We had a, a, a nice conversation yesterday, and I talked about this earlier in the year or in our time together, which may have been last year. I don't remember when when I had this conversation. But uh, I'm looking to partner with a lot of stable banks. And I had a conversation yesterday with a young lady who has a a, uh, garden that they literally just plant food just to give uh, people fresh food, uh, it, it's it's not they're not paying it, not charging anything for it, uh, but they want to literally instead of when you go to the banks, uh, sometimes the banks are giving you uh, food that the companies, you know, Food Lion, uh, all those other stores uh, have left over. They have overstock or whatever the case may be. And, and that overstock is sometimes uh, transferred to the banks. Uh, 
But what this particular person has done is she's literally created a garden just for the poor people. So just like the rich folks can go and get their vegetables fresh from the ground, she believes that the poor people should be able to do that as well. Uh, The problem is these services are deep out in the country somewhere, and they're not at our disposal, people in the city. Most of your poor people are in the city, in the inner parts of the city, and, and the only way they can do these effectively is out there in the country. And so we're looking at mobile transport, how we can go out there and collect these various things and bring them back to the city so that you can have fresh herbs and fresh vegetables and different things of that nature on the regular. And our goal is to do what we can. Now, I know some of you want to still go with you, do what you want to do. I'm not going to stop you from that. But our goal is to do what we can to, uh, at least for our senior people, who it's, it's a little hard for you to get to the grocery store and what have you, if we can make that load a little bit lighter for you, by bringing you little trinkets and things that can hold you over. And, you know, if you if you got one of them days you feel like going, that's great. But if you wake up and you may not feel like it, and, you know, we can bring you something twice a month or something that can, you know, make one of your, your days or parts of your month lighter. That's what we want to do. So keep that in your prayers because that's going to, all dreams, ideas, goals, and visions get bullied by the bank. You know, the bank is the biggest bully of all time. And uh, we're going to have to make some serious decisions about how we pull that off. And I know that our resources are limited. And you can't go and start beating up church folks to do something because they ain't got it. So keep that in your prayers, please, for us. And all of you sitting on a million dollars, go ahead and you ain't got to pray for nothing. Just write a check. Yeah. You ain't going to do nothing with it anyway. I know one person over here, you know, you're 90 years old. You ain't going to last that much longer. Just write a check. I'm just playing with you, but just write a check. You ain't going to spend that $20 million. Bless your heart. And I say that as a joke because ain't nobody on here got that kind of money. So don't, don't, don't come beat me up for the call log trying to figure out who it is. That was a joke. But pray for us and, and, and pray for how we can all be supportive and, and help each other and try to do this. We're looking to invest in this maybe by the first of the year. We got some other things that we're going to invest in in the first of the year. We'll get to that as, as time gets closer. But that's what I would like for you to pray for, keeping your mind. Uh, most people in this time of the service, they give you an offering message. That's your offering message. <laughs> you ain't got to blow at me like that. Like, like I hurt your feelings. I'm going to let you play because you told me you're tired now. So go ahead and play. Oh, oh, you're talking to me? No, I had to cough. I'm sorry. <laughs> hurt my that's the second time today you to hurt my feelings. Go ahead, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But anyway, if you want to play, you can go ahead and play that tune. Yes, Mama Bell loves me. Yeah, go ahead and play that. Play that. Are you ready? For I'm not. ready. You know, Mama Bell, I, I know that there'll come a time when we may have to do another service or something and bring in the young people with the head bangers and all that good stuff and the smoke coming out the flow. And that's all right. I, I, I believe everybody should have the opportunity to worship as they please, but just note this will always be my favorite service. Your favorite service, oh. Yeah, because I get to hear you play on the piano like that. That will always be my favorite. <laughs> and you get you get to hear me cough and carry on right, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And tease and hurt my feelings. <laughs> Sorry about that, man. That's all right. God be the glory. To God be the glory. Amen. John. Chapter 2, uh, we're going to try to have you out of here by 8 o'clock. If you don't, that's Grandma Foster <laughs> pray too long. I'm a, I'm a good preacher. I blame everybody else for the problems. John chapter 2, Uh, I, I'm, I'm in therapy this morning, and it's a good therapy, but I'm in therapy every Sunday, but this is a good therapy. I would like for you to just hang with me a little bit and, and hear this. This is one of those, don't be so heavenly minded, you know, earthly good. 
and I don't say that for those of you because you know I, I say that and some folks may not uh, may not around when I say that and you I know what the cognitation how you feel when you heard that because you've heard it for so long but I don't mean that to be derogatory I just mean to really look at this practically what we're getting ready to discuss in John chapter 2 verse 3 actually we'll go ahead on and read the whole uh, first part of the chapter so we get some context chapter 2 verse 1 says on the third day a wedding took place in Cana of Galilee Jesus mother was there Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding as well. When the wine ran out, Jesus' mother told him, they have not any wine. What has this concern of yours to do with me, woman? Jesus asked. My hour has not yet come. somewhat dismissing fashion and I'll work on that a little bit later do what he tells you his mother told the servants I want to focus on my favorite line grandmother probably laughed first lady might even join on this what that got to do with me everything What that got to do with me? I heard you. Let me work on this a little bit. Kind Father, we thank you for this opportunity of therapy. I mean that sincerely as we come to study. I feel as though we are walking into a, an office, your office, checked in for our weekly, bi-weekly therapeutic moment to sit down and deal with our issues, to understand the pathway by which you have chosen. And more importantly, in the pathway that you have chosen, more so the pathway that connects to who we are. We thank you for allowing us this opportunity to better know you and know ourselves and as we sit here to study to hear your case we ask that we as your spiritual jurors will without shadow of doubt hear and see what you are trying desperately to say to us and all those in agreement with that prayer respond with a howdy amen amen Hear from you. Jesus. Parents are weird creatures. Stay with me here. I got something on my mind. They're very weird creatures. They're overprotective. From all aspects 
of life. If you see a baby anything, you better watch yourself. There's a mama somewhere nearby. And that mama is very vicious. You can go out in the wild, and I watch on YouTube sometimes animal videos. That keeps me sane, Mama Bell, those animal videos. I watch them, monkeys and different things. If I can really figure out how to do a sermon on monkeys, that will heal a whole lot of black folks. I can't figure that out yet. Pray for me in that regard. But you get these animals out there in the wild, you'll see the babies. You get within two feet of the baby. It's just pretty little babies sitting there minding their business, being all cute. You get too close, you'll hear it. The mama. It's somewhere nearby. Parents are overprotective. They're also super demanding, parents are. But there's logical reasons behind their overprotectiveness and their being super demanding. I'm going to get to that in a second. But don't, for my young friends, be one of them cheerings that become somebody. Don't become a good politician or a ball player. Don't get a, become a success at anything. Because the moment you do, oh, you in trouble. You in real trouble. Because over in the corner, with a smile so big that her teeth going to fall out of her mouth when she dropped it in the moment, is your mama. That overprotecting, super demanding mama. Crying buckets in the stands as you graduate with that. Nice gold tassel around your neck. Proud as a peacock as she waits for you at the house after you come home from your first interview at that job that will make you a super executive. She can't wait to get on the phone and call Sally Lou. My baby is working for Goldman and Sachs. My baby is working for BB&T. He's on the 14th floor. I don't know what he's doing up there, but, but I know he up there. He wear a nice suit and tie. I press it myself. My baby. Just let me work through this. I don't know what's on this paper yet. I'm working through this. Parents. Weird creatures, protective and super demanding. Part of the reason why, if I can work on those two individually, 
protected first. They know where they've been. They know what they had to deal with. If you a girl, they know what the Negroes did to them. Sometimes it is hard for them not to see your boyfriend like they saw your no good daddy. He looked just like your hallelujah, bless God, daddy. Just as crazy as he was. No, you can't deal with my daughter, they'll say. They judge before it's time. And I know what the Bible says. That's why we ain't so heavenly minded today. We can't be no earthly good. The Bible says don't judge things before it's time. But you see. You see that boy and you shiver because you know what that first hallelujah bless God did to you. That's what that's what you say when you want to cuss. You just go hallelujah bless God. You've been down that road. You was little mama that he whispered in your ear and told you a little something you wanted to hear. You ain't been saved all your life. You know what the back of a 67 Impala feels like. And if you don't, it was a 97 Prius. Tomato, tomato. But, but when you see these actions coming up and you see your children falling into that same trap or heading down that same road, even if it's just the process and circle of life, it makes you become super protective. Somewhat to the border of starving them out. And it's not your fault. It's not your fault that you're smothering. You don't mean it. You just stay it. Because you don't want the same thing for your child that you had to deal with. So you smother. You guard. Like that ravaging animal in the woods. They don't care that that young man who's coming up just wants to give the animal a little bit more milk, wants to protect him from the ravagings of the other parts of the, the forest. That mother doesn't care that those things that are approaching her baby could be potentially there to help. No, she lumps everybody in the same category because that's all she knows. One man is just like the other 19 million of them on this planet. All of them crazy. Everything, born a woman with a penis is full of trouble. That's what he feel. And they struggle with it, parents do. I didn't put somebody to sleep. 
The other part of that is it's super demanding. I said I wanted to deal with that. It kind of coincides with what I've just mentioned, but there's other aspects to that. They're super demanding because, again, they know the road that they've traveled. I must reiterate that. They know the path they've taken. And some of that is, if I could just be so out there with it, they know what they've done to their parents, and they're just trying to make sure they don't have to get back what they put in. I've had parents tell me that. I know how I treated my mom, and I'm determined my children ain't going to do that to me. Well, you can't, you, can't, you can't overtake the circle of life. Be not... Be not fooled. God is not mocked. What man sows shall, shall he reap. If you use a crumb snatcher, you're going to have one. It's a circle of life. That's why a whole lot of people don't want no crumb snatchers, because they know they were one. I ain't got time to get back what I didn't put out. And I'm going to stay over here with this pill. Mr. Morning After. Overprotective and demanding. Then, as I think about the text, I go and deal with a piece that I touched on, but I didn't quite complete, at least not in my head. I said, don't let the child become something. Don't ever get somebody. Something wrong with being proud. I... I take a sense of pride in, in knowing that you are happy. I think you deserve to be happy. You scrub floors and wash dishes. You pat bricks and turn corners. Work night and day. Trying to get the poop stains out the drawers. That might be grandmama, because mama just threw the drawers away and go buy another pad. But grandmama, she had that kind of money, so she had to go down there with the with the little brush and put it almost on the ironing board and scrub them stains out, because we were too stupid to know that it comes a time when you need to head to the toilet. We were just crazy kids. So you deserve to be proud at that graduation and scream and holler, if you will. Want everybody to take your picture. That's my baby. Come on, take my picture. Hey, come here, man. I don't know who you is. Here, hold this phone. Give somebody a $5 million phone. You don't care about the phone. You just want the picture taken. I got to show this on Mabel. I got to show this to Uncle Bernstein. They got to see what my baby didn't did. And it's pride because you worked hard, but sometimes it's vindication. And, Mama, that can sometimes be dangerous. 
when we fight out of vindication. I have to prove to that no good Negro that I survived without you. That's vindication. And I know it's hurting me. I know it's frustrating. But sometimes when we're trying to do it out of vindication, it can turn into something worse than what it was intended to be. What I mean by turning into something worse than what it was intended to be, because you started out pure. You really wanted the best, but hurt set in. And hurt, when you had to scrub and cry and do all this stuff by yourself, hurt turned into bitterness. Bitterness turned into resentment. By the time that kid gets to college, you hateful. You're angry because it was hard for you. It was frustrating. All this I had to do by myself. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. And that is not just some type of fun way that we can make jokes. Notice I didn't say it the way it was supposed to be when we're joking because it's the truth. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows the pain I bore. Nobody knows how hard it was to raise this boy, this girl. I had to sit home all night. I couldn't go to the club, but I heard old good Negro was down there. Just to not be fair, or to not, or should I say to not uh, be unfair, I'm over here on one side of the park trying to raise my children right, and the man on the other side of the park with two other girls. I'm talking about my trailer friend. I want to be universal here, inclusive. Men ain't just crazy in the ghetto. They're crazy over there in the trailer park, too. That almost should be in the Bible. Every man born a woman with a penis is full of trouble. It does say every man. It got half right. And so when I look at the text and I look at it at this moment from an earthly perspective, practical, You're looking at Mary. Jesus has built his disciples now. He's somewhere at age 30, 29 or 30. By historians and theologians who have argued, Joseph has been dead maybe 15, 20 years at this point. Mary has been a single mom. Some will argue that 
It may be a little later. Tomato, tomato. I ain't got time to deal with that right now. When Joseph left, all I know, he just poofed. He was gone. It was, the, it was the traditional family that we, most of us, at least in this community, have known. Daddy comes in, he does his business, and when he's finished, he's gone. Old Rolling Stone. And so you can feel the sense of pride from Mary. You can feel... She was proud that she was the mother of Jesus. Just think about that for a second. What must have went through Mary's mind? She's there with her friends. You've been there. I know I've had to deal with it. Sometimes that nausea, God bless their heart, but they're proud. You're proud. I'm not, I'm not condemning you. You're proud peacock. You deserve it. But just hear me for a second. Mary's sitting there. She's at the party. Mary Lou and Sally Sane is over there talking. Mm-hmm. You know they had chickens down at the market today. Yeah, I heard, girl. I went down there and looked at them. They ain't look right to me. It must came off a bad truck. I know. I thought so, too. I'm glad you told me. You see them greens down there? Yeah, I did, too. Yeah. You saw how much the hay was to feed the camels now? Yeah, girl, we, we must be walking now. I can't afford to move them camels right now. Them, them hay prices are high. I know. Ooh, I remember back when hay was two cent a barrel. Yeah, girl. Give me my glass. We ain't got none. Oh, don't worry. Jesus says, yeah, he good. Jesus got it. He, he, you know, he, he's Jesus. He got that good degree, you know. He went to Stanford, you understand. My boy, he'll take care of it. Let me go talk to him real quick. We've got this. Don't worry about it. Mary gets up. <laughs> I'm living this now. Let me live it. She walks on back to the kitchen. She's got something to prove now. Jesus, my friend, said, you better not embarrass me. You better do what I told you to. Now make this wine because I got to feel important. I'm in front of all my friends, Mary Lou, Sally Sane. You know how they talk about me sometimes down at the bridge meeting. Impress me. And she asked Jesus to make the wine. And Jesus looked at her, and he said, Mom, I know it says woman, but, you know, that, that's, that's contextual. You've got to read the Bible and, and go through the Greek and the Latin and understand what all that means because to our American standards, that sounds very disrespectful. There's more to that. I ain't got time to deal with that today. Some of y'all want to go somewhere. But just look at it from this perspective. Mom, I'm off. I just got the job two days ago. I, I haven't even went to orientation yet. I don't even know where my pencils are. I don't even know where my desk is yet. Mom, you asking me to do something and it's just I ain't ready yet. Jesus 
tried to explain to his mother, I'm just not ready. And the mama dismissed him. That's kind of the point where I said the vindication can be somewhat bad because she dismissed him. But I know what some folks going to say. That's not what the Bible says. Well, just look at it for a second from a humanly parental perspective. She didn't ask Jesus if he could do it. She didn't ask Jesus if he would do it. She told Jesus to do it. If you go back in time to when Jesus was 12, that kind of refutes the argument of the age now of when Joseph left. Jesus had went off into the temple. He was teaching the Sadducees and the Pharisees. Mary came along and she was frustrated. Where have you been? I've been looking for you. Hey! Jesus looked at her and said, Mama, don't you know? I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. No, you no, 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 no. Mary had a moment where she had to realize that she could not smother. Sometimes, I've watched, and I'm not talking about you. I don't know your business, and that's great, but I don't know your business because I can say this very freely and not feel like I'm talking about anybody. If I am, I don't know it, so that's none of my business. Sometimes I've watched parents. I got a gentleman down the street here. Mama bailed that girl's can sing and dance and she can make a Broadway stage her she can just own the stage mm-hmm. and she tried to go out to do it she wanted to go out for theater but mama no there is no hope for people like us out there I want you to be a nurse like me. I want you to have security like me. Now, I am not condemning mama because mama is only operating off of what she knows. And mama feels like since life didn't work for her, it can't work for the daughter. That's the only thing that she's fighting off of because I talked to mama. It frustrated me until I thought about it. Sometimes our hurts and our frustrations and our angers and our bitternesses can feed to the children that can put them in the same category in the circle of life's contention. It's not bad. You're not 
horrible people. You just hurt. You've been beat up and kicked all your life. And so when I look at this text, and I look at Jesus, he sits here and he asks his mother, he says, what does this have to do with me? And Mary just goes, turns around and walks out the room as if to say, I don't care what you say, you just do what I told you to do, and I'm going back to my bridge meeting. Jesus, all right. Y'all got some buckets over there? I see them six pots. Go out there and fill them with water. I was just doing it because Mama wanted it. It's not what I want. It's not what I desire. It's not what I'm trying to do. This is what Mama wants. That brings me to my final point. How many of our young people are not living off of what they want? not living off of what they desire, not living off of what they believe they're supposed to do, not living off of the God that has been breathed into them before I formed you, little baby, you, little daughter, you, little son in your mother's womb, I created. How many folks are operating off of what mama and papa created? And I only mention that because sometimes it's hard to live up. I can't be mama. I can say this because he ain't here. But do you know how freeing it was, Mama Bell, when I realized that I didn't have to be Joseph Barrett? Then it was okay that I wasn't him. It was okay that I couldn't live and operate like he lived. It's all right to have my own identity. And the most freeing thing in the world for me, at least mentally, was when I can look that man in the face and say, my name is Eric Deshaw. I am not you. It does not dismiss the training. It does not dismiss the guidance. It does not dismiss the things that have been taught. It does not make him a bad mentor or a bad parent or a bad guardian, wherever you want to throw that. It does not do anything negative. But the moment that one can realize their own identity, I can tell you personally, that is the most freeing thing. And I believe a lot of our young folks are walking around because they have not had the opportunity. They might be a little scared. And it's not your fault because that's not what you want. You want them to fly off 
and do what they want to do. You want them to be who they were created to be. You want them to go off and find success and be able to live their life. I am almost certain I will put my head on the chopping block and I will die believing that you want that. But sometimes the fear, the frustration, the resentment and the anger and the spilled over hate blocks it. Makes it impossible for us to actually get to where we're supposed to be. Mama, I hope today that you didn't take this as my beating you. I was not trying to. It was more of an awareness. I hope that you understood today, Mama, that you've done the best you can and, and with the situations that have been, the cause that have been dealt to you, you, you lived and performed the best you I want. I hope you saw that, Mama. Please don't go away from our time together feeling as though you have been put down. That was not my intention. I please hope you know that. But at the same time, if there's something I hope that you can get out of this some 30-odd minutes we've been together talking here, let them find themselves. Let them make their own calls just a little bit. You trained up the child in the way that they should go. And now believe, Mama, that now that they're old, they shall not depart. I pray for you, Mama, because it's hard. I can only imagine what goes through your mind when you see your children going through certain situations. Nobody wants to watch their kids suffer. I go back to Mary. She had to lay at the foot of that cross and watch her baby die. Nobody deserves that. That is the ultimate piece of suffering. I can imagine what the sisters at the bridge club at the Bible class were saying. Uh-huh. She thought Jesus was everything, didn't she? What'd that get her? She ain't got no husband. Now she ain't got no son. Mm-hmm. I told you he won't work for nothing. Look at that. When I didn't got him, she killed. And Mary had to sit there and cry over all the hurt. She had to cry over all the noise. I look at our friends who got murdered out there in Young's Park. Some mama's crying. Some mama is like Mary at the foot of the cross. After all they tried, 
After all they put in, all the floors they scrubbed, my baby's still dead. My baby still turned out like this. I pray for you, Mama. I pray for you, Father, too. His grandmother comes to pray, heads bowed, eyes closed. Let me get out your hair. I ask for you to call for your own strength. Lord, please come help me. I'm not going to pray the prayer because I'm going to let Mama do it because Mama know how to pray that prayer. Mama knows that feeling. I'm just going to be quiet and say, wow, all of us, thou art calling. Savior, Savior, hear my humble cry. And I know it's about nine billion people that's ringing your phone. Don't put me on hold. Don't ask me to put in my number and press one and you call me back in 30 minutes. Please hang by the phone. I need you to come now. Please don't pass me by. My dear grandmother. Dear gracious fathers, we come this morning, we say thank you. Because, oh God, we know that you sees all you hear. Elroy, you sees everything, you knows our hearts. For God, we come this morning laying all at the feet of the cross. Knowing, God, that you are able to fix every situation. You've been there for us, you brought us to this day, and we say thank you. We thank you, God, because you love us so much. And, God, we have no fault to find in you because you have been there. You brought us to this day, and we said thank you. In spite of all that we went through, in spite of all the hurt, the disappointment, the degrading, and anything we had to contend with, God, you was there loving us all the time. And we said thank you this morning. Help us to realize, dear God, that you love us, yes. Jesus love us. This I know because the Bible tells me so. Help us to read your word and to know how much you really love us. We just thank you this morning. Forgive us for all our shortcomings. Forgive us for all our sins. Forgive us for all the way that we have walked out of your will. And help us, dear God, to let you order our steps that we may walk in the way you want us to walk. God, we just thank you this morning. We thank you because, God, you've been there for us. You loved us. Oh, God, you know the hurt, the disappointment, the struggles. You know it all, God. But we thank you this morning. We thank you because you love us so much and you brought us to this present time. And, God, as we come, help us to humble ourselves before you and to tell you thank you, to praise you and to magnify your name. We just give you the glory this morning, God. 
because of who we are, it's because of who you are. And because you kept us, you made the way. In the midst of the troubles, God, you was there to push the angry devil away. And we thank you this morning. We thank you. Bless, oh God, your people everywhere. Help them to look to you from whence cometh their health and strength. Bless them this morning, God. God, we need you. We need you, God. We need you, dear God. We need you. And help us, oh God, to lean and depend on you, knowing that you got all power in your hand. We just thank you this morning. Thank you for your loving arms of protection that is around us. God, sometimes we don't see, we don't even feel it, but God, we got to know that you are there. We got to know that you care so much for us, and we thank you this morning. Oh, merciful Father, we praise you, we love you, and we honor your name, and we give your name all the honor, all the glory, all the praises. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Have a great, great day. God bless.